Hi, everybody. Before we jump into the episode, we have a new sponsor for this season that I'm very excited to share with all of you. Themis Bar Review. Some of you might know Themis for their bar preparation course full of entertaining videos. I know I saw a lot of those clips from my friends that were Themis ambassadors for this summer's bar prep season. What you might not know, though, is that Themis also has many free resources for law students to prepare for class and finals and for the MPRE. You heard that right. Themis's 1L Law School Essentials, 2L and 3L Law School Essentials, and their MPRE prep course are free courses that you can sign up for online after making a Themis account on their website. One of the best parts about Themis is their modern approach to studying with their app for your phone or tablet so that you can study on the go. I am so excited to have Themis as a sponsor this season. I'll be having a Themis rep or instructor on later this semester and again next semester to share more information about their resources and study tips for all of you to succeed in law school. I am a Pisces. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new season of Legally NYC, formerly Legally Couture. It's so great to have you back for those of you that have been with us since the beginning, since it was Legally Couture, and welcome to any new listeners we have this season. I am so excited to be back on the mic. The school year just started a couple weeks ago, but yeah, I'm so excited to be back. So, um... I'm all nervous. It's been quite a while since I've done like 30 minutes of just speaking to myself. Granted, I'm like speaking to myself all the time in my head because I have an inner monologue. For those of you that don't know, not everybody has an inner monologue. I do, though. I have a constant inner monologue. But so um, I'm always talking to myself in my head, but not usually out loud. So we'll see how this goes. But um, so for the episode today, we've got three things we're doing. First thing is that I'm going to reintroduce myself, just a little background about who I am, what I do. Um, That way, for any new listeners we have, they don't have to go search back to the beginning of every episode we've ever done in the past year to figure out who I am and like why I have a podcast and what's going on there. Second thing we're going to do is we're just going to do a fun little like recap of like what's been going on, where I'm at right now, Um, like what the summer was since I took the summer off. That's going to be like a little quick little thing. And then lastly, we are doing a law school survival guide and that will include resources that I think you should have, things that I think you should know in terms of like maybe myths about law school that like are they real are they not but also just like things that you should know that I'm like why did nobody tell me that before I started so um those are the three things we have going on today but yeah get ready here we go okay so who am I Why do I have a podcast? What do I talk about on this podcast? Where'd I come from? What is this? Okay, hi. So I'm Erin. I don't even think I said that when I said hi. I'm your host. Um, I'm your host, Erin. I am 24 years old. I always almost say the wrong age. I almost just said 22 or 23, but I am 24 years old. My birthday is March 9th, so I am a Pisces. I am a, oh, I want to say I'm a Cancer... I'm a Cancer Moon, and uh, ooh, what am I rising? It's something that people are always like, oh, that makes sense. I gotta look. Hang on. I gotta, I gotta pause this. I gotta look. Okay, I apologize. I misspoke. I am a Pisces Sun, that's correct, 
but I am a Cancer rising and a Leo moon. Um, so I don't fully know what that means about me, but um, yeah, like I, I've read about it and stuff, but for those of you that know astrology, that's a little bit about me, and I am a type 6 Enneagram. I also don't know much about what that means, but I'm the loyal, I'm pretty sure it's type six. It's whatever like the loyal fighter is. Like I'm super loyal to my friends. Um, so that's about like, you know, my astrology stuff, my Enneagram. I don't know my like NIFTB, I forget what that's called, but I don't know that. I've done it before a while ago, so I've got to go back and check. I'm not sure. Regardless, that's my name. That's my birthday. Those are my types. Um, so I'm 24. I live in New York City. Am I from New York City? Absolutely not. I am from southern New Hampshire, like border of Massachusetts. I grew up going to and working at a baseball park in Lowell, Massachusetts. Shout out Lowell Spinners. Um, Screw you Red Sox for getting rid of them. Just kidding. But um, no, they got cut out when the minor leagues did like... The restructuring for those of you that follow baseball, you know, they did the minor league restructuring. They got a bunch rid of a bunch of teams. The Lowell Spinners unfortunately got cut. They were one of the ones that was going back and forth. They weren't sure. And in the end, because of COVID, they didn't have a chance to kind of like prove themselves to like stay on the next year. So, um, but so I'm from like border of Massachusetts, so close that like I went to a baseball park in Lowell, like almost every day, half the days of the summer until I graduated college. Like it was, I, oh, okay. So yeah. So I graduated college 2020. So that was pandemic. So up until the year before that, like that's where I would go every summer. So, um, very close to Massachusetts, but, and then I went to undergrad, not New York, not New Hampshire. I went to undergrad in San Diego. (laughs) I did my first year of undergrad at a small school in New Hampshire, but it just wasn't feeling right to me. So I was like, hmm, I want to move to California. And I googled best cities to live in in California. San Diego is like the best city to live in in the country on a lot of lists. So I was like, San Diego it is. I ended up at my school because San Diego State and and UC San Diego Um, really only like transfer students that had already completed two years so like more along the lines of like you went to a community college in California and then transferred in but I was transferring in after one year so I went to the private university in San Diego which is called University of San Diego just USD Um, and it just happened to be that they had my major sociology major with an emphasis in like law it was like law crime and justice or something so there was two different focuses and I was like oh my god they've got a focus in law that's what I want to do so um that's how I ended up in San Diego yes I keep doing weird voices it's just what I do um I can't stop myself which is probably partially because I have ADHD which leads me to my next fun fact about myself I have ADHD I didn't know I had ADHD until right before starting law school I started to become skeptical of it um, after my anxiety got treated during COVID because like my anxiety got so bad during COVID that like I had to get it treated. So once I got on a med that was kind of fixing that, all of my ADHD symptoms that I had masked over the years started popping out. I kept seeing all these TikToks. I was like, oh my God, why did these sound just like me? I was like, I struggle with all these things. I was like, this is my life. Um, Then come to find out, one of my sisters said, yeah, I'm pretty sure our mom used to tell people, oh yeah, Erin's kind of hyperactive. And my mom was like, yeah, we like thought there was something like, mom, why didn't you just take me to the doctor? But whatever, um, is what it is. I'm 
where I am now because I wasn't diagnosed. So like it led me to do crazy random things, I feel like, because I wasn't treated. And I did find through school. It wasn't until I was trying to work a big girl job and then coming to law school that I started to have problems with um, managing my ADHD. Now, it's unclear if that's because of a train change of situation because then I was working um, and like the job wasn't structured in the way I needed, like school was, or um, because of law school because it's a different form of learning or if it's because my anxiety was treated and that was kind of my mask for my ADHD it was one of my it was like my biggest coping skill for ADHD was my anxiety keeping me on task and being like we got to do things perfectly um so no way to know for sure I've talked to my therapist about it I think it's a bit of both um she was like yeah that would make sense that can happen I was like yeah thank you thank you Jamie um yeah so that's a little bit about me so to recap 24 from New Hampshire, border of Massachusetts, spent my summers at a baseball park in Lowell, Mass. Um, did my undergrad at the University of San Diego. Took a year off between undergrad and law school, working at a small law firm back in New Hampshire because I moved back home when COVID hit. Um, and then I moved to New York a year ago to start law school. So I have just started my second year of law school right now. So I now have a full year of law school under my belt. So um, I know all the things that you shouldn't do and the things that you should do. But just a disclaimer for the overall podcast, everything I say on here is going to be based on my own experience. Unless I say like, oh, I read this somewhere or this is from somewhere. Otherwise, like just because my experience was one way doesn't mean yours is also that way. And that is in terms of law school experience and like what study methods work for me and in terms of mental health, because those are the two main topics we talk about on here. We mainly talk about law school, the legal field, um, just like school in general, and then also mental health, because those are like my favorite things to talk about. So that's really what this podcast is about. That's a little about me. You'll learn more about me as you listen for those of you that are new. Um, you know, you'll kind of like pick up on things. I'll tell stories. You'll hear about things. Oh, almost forgot the most important thing. I have the cutest dog on the planet. Her name is Lorelai. Um, you'll see her on the podcast Instagram. You will see her on my personal Instagram. And if you really want to see her, um, more, I don't post on her Instagram a lot, but you can look up, like there's a stock of pictures of her on her Instagram page. It's Lorelai the Cavapoo on Instagram. And yes, she's named after Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. So that's how you spell it. Gilmore Girls is my all-time favorite show. New Girl and Schitt's Creek kind of, like, fight for my favorite, like, quick funny show, like, short funny episodes. Um, but yeah, those are, those are my, my comfort shows, my favorite shows. Um, yeah, I love romantic comedies and Marvel movies. I'll watch, like, any rom-com you put on. It could be terrible. I find them all funny. Um, and romantic and I'm like oh my god I can't wait for that to happen and I'm like that just doesn't happen in real life the way those things happen because they're romantic comedies um most of the things that happen are like so bizarre anyway oh so sorry last 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 fun fact well complete like last grouping of fun facts I have five siblings so I am one of six and so sometimes I have them come on the podcast with me because it's fun to have them come on and talk and do little episodes with them that makes sense um, so yeah, that's me. I've been doing this for a year now. 
Um, I am on TikTok and stuff, but po- my podcast is really like my thing. I use TikTok more so to like gain more traction for the podcast. But I also just think TikTok is really fun. I'll give you like all of the accounts and stuff you can follow at the end of the episode if you want. If you want. Nobody's making you. You can just come here and listen to my podcast. You don't have to follow me anywhere. You can just be a, a podcaster, a podcastee. I don't know what we call that. Okay, so that is who I am. But yeah, I'm so excited to have you all with me for this episode, for this new season. So many fun things and fun guests to come. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like I'm talking really fast this episode. I'm going to listen back and be like, oh my God, she's crazy. And this is how I talk in real life, but I usually try to slow it down a bit on the podcast. But I'm talking like really fast today, so I apologize if you can't follow. I guess you can slow the speed down, um, or I can try, I'll try to slow down a little bit from here. But I don't know. I pay more attention when the talking is fast, otherwise I get bored. I'm like, come on, get to the, the punchline, which is probably very ADHD of me. Um, anyway, okay, so next part of the episode. So now we're talking this summer, like, where am I at? What's going on? So I spent the summer working in a clinic at my law school, the securities arbitration clinic. It was really good. I learned lots of cool things. Um, I learned how to write an opening statement. I learned how to write a real, like, research memo not like what we did in class, like what I would really have to write. Like if a partner at a firm is like, hey, yo, write me a memo about this. Also, if you hear scratching, that is my dog, Lorelai. She is digging in my bed. Lorelai, please, please, my love, do not break anything. Anyway, so um, I did that. And then I did a research paper for my professor about the Electoral Count Act. So that kind of has to do with the stuff that went down with January 6th and Trump. So, you know, all of those hearings have been going on this past, um, they were really actually a lot was going on this past summer with that. So kind of while I was writing this, that was happening. So that was really cool. So I learned a lot about that. Um, my sister just got married. So I spent my summer going back and forth between New York and New Hampshire for wedding things. First in June, it was the bridal shower. Then July, it was bachelorette. Then August was rehearsal dinner and actual wedding super super fun um I had the time of my life I was told that all night I had a high noon not that I was told I do remember but like I you know looking from an outside perspective um I hit the dance floor after dinner so about seven o'clock I hit the dance floor I didn't sit down until the night was over really so um seven to eleven I was told I was on the floor with holding my dress up in one hand because I was a bridesmaid so I had a long dress so I was holding my dress up in one hand and I was holding a high noon in the other and I guess as the night went on I was holding the dress up higher and higher to like compensate for like me getting more tired and being like I'm gonna trip on it so I was just pulling it up but um so it was a lot of fun I highly recommend getting one of your siblings to get married so you can go to a fun wedding and be a part of it really enjoyed it. Thanks for all the wedding gifts, by the way, Caitlin. My cactus is sitting behind me on the window. Caitlin is one of my loyal listeners on here, so this is a shout out to her. She just got married. Congrats, Caitlin and Nathan. I've got your cactus with me to think of you guys right now as I'm recording my podcast, so hello. Everybody tell them congrats. You can stalk them, like, through my Instagram. They'll be tagged. Okay, but yeah. Okay, so um, that's kind of what I was doing this summer. So I just started 2L year. It started right before the wedding, so just a few days before. So it was the 22nd, I believe, whatever that Monday was of August. So I had class Monday through Thursday, rehearsal dinner Thursday night, then wedding, and then I came back 
and um, dove back into school last week. So last week was my full, like, my first, like, full week of, like, being here. Um, so, yeah, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, so I'm still kind of getting settled into school since I had wedding, and then, so I did class, wedding, class, so I'm still kind of, like, getting back into a flow. Lorelai is as well. We're getting used to being back in the sp- city. We spent a lot of time in New Hampshire to stay out of the heat um, in a nice, big, air-conditioned house um, in August, so um, spent a lot of time away, but we are back in the city now, full-time for school. Um, yeah. Oh, and the other thing I did this summer that was really cool, I didn't go on, like, any fancy vacations or anything, because, like, I went on The Bachelorette and then was doing wedding things, so, like, all of my money and time kind of went to that when I wasn't working, but, um, I did go to Empire State of Law, which was a legal conference held by Level Up Legal. For those of you that have listened in the past, I have had, um, Level Up Legal on here before. I had Shermin, the founder, and Bianca, one of the attorneys, on. So, um, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. It's really cool. We talk about social media, um, in the legal world and law in the social media world. So definitely go back and listen to that episode if you hadn't. It's a really good one. But, um, yeah, so I went to that conference, three-day conference, really fun. There was, like, a welcome party on Friday at a rooftop, Um, And then Saturday, there was panels all day. Um, We did a little lunch on the roof. Then we went on a boat cruise that night. And then Sunday was like a little wellness day in the park. So there was a picnic. Um, But yeah, there was a picnic at Central Park for that. And it was super fun. Got to try this thing called ear seating. They put like little, you put like little stickers with little pokies um, in different parts of your ear that correlate with different parts of your body. And it's like, um, it's like acupuncture almost, but it's not needles. So, and then by pushing on them, it like stimulates that part of your ear and it's supposed to help with different things based on what part of the body it's connected to. Look it up. It's really cool. Um, and they make them cute. Like they can be, they can look like little gems. So they're really, really cute. Um, Lorelai, that's my dog, is just staring at me right now. I think because she wants to know who I'm talking to because it looks like I'm just talking to my microphone, which is just a white circle. So I do think she's concerned I've lost my mind, but that's not my business. That's her business to think I've gone crazy. Anyway, so Empire State of Law was really, really cool. If they have anything like that in the future, I'll be sure to share it again, and I'll talk about it on here so you guys know. Um, But it was a great way to meet people. I honestly met so many cool guests that are going to be on the podcast this season at the event, and it was more chill than most networking events I've been to because it was geared towards, like, legal creators, so not necessarily just geared at, like, attorneys... I don't know, like, your stereotypical, like, traditional, like, attorney networking event. Like, it was more, like, modern where we were talking about, like, social media and, like, branding and how to advertise your brand on social media. Um, Content creators in the legal world spoke on the panel, so it was really, really cool. But, so, that's what I did this summer. So, for the rest of the episode, for the next, like, 15 minutes or so, 10-15 minutes, we're going to talk about my biggest tips for law school. So we're doing a little law school survival guide, baby. Okay, so law school survival guide. I'm sorry about my bad singing. I think it's partly because I'm recording alone, but I just keep like 
singing and doing weird voices. I think because I'm trying to entertain myself while I record. Not that I don't find myself entertaining, otherwise I would not subject you guys to this. I'm just kidding, but like actually I think I'm just trying to keep myself entertained and focused. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do different categories of tips. So first category of law school tips is just like basics of what I think you should know. So going into law school, you probably don't know much about what it is, or at least if you're listening to this to listen for tips, you probably don't know much about what it is. Um, or maybe you do and you just, you just listen for fun. Either way, these are things that I didn't know before law school or did know and like happy I knew or like things that I didn't know and wish I knew. It's number one, people don't dress up in suits every day. I say this one every time we do an episode like this. I really thought they did. All of the TV shows about law school, like how to get away with murder, they're like dressed up every day in class. No. The amount of people that just come in in sweatpants or like leggings and like t-shirts every day, like that's mostly what it is. Now, if you have like a networking event where you're going to be like talking to professionals, yes, please like dress nice, like business casual at least. Or if you have some other event that you have to go to, yes. But just to go to class, no, you don't have to dress up. Like don't, don't dress like, I don't know, like, you know, don't dress like you're going to the club. But you don't have to be, like, dressed up, like, business casual, definitely not business professional. You can dress business casual and you'll blend in fine. Business professional might be a little bit much, um, but by all means, if that's what you want to wear, you can, but you absolutely do not have to. So that's number one. Number two, you are most likely, I won't say everyone, because there's always odd man out, you're most likely at some point going to go, oh my god, everybody in this room is so smart. I know absolutely nothing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing at all. That's imposter syndrome, darling. Everybody has it in law school because all of us are doing something brand new that we've never done before. Again, there will probably be a couple odd men out who do know a little bit about what they're doing, but even if you've worked in the legal field, you still don't, you still don't know law school until you're there. So it's just like, Oh, I just got a notification in my ear. I don't think you guys could hear that. But um, it's just like being a freshman in high school. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's brand new. That's what law school is. So don't look around and be like, oh, they're all smarter than me. No, 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 darling. You are plenty smart. If you were not smart, you would not be in law school. And even if you're not smart, being smart isn't, doesn't have to define you. Like, also, like, saying that someone is smart, like, shouldn't be a thing. Like, different people have knowledge about different things. So, just because, like, even let's say I'm, like, really good at law school. And then Lorelai, my dog, is really good at shaking my hand. So, she's an expert at shaking hands. And I'm I'm an expert at law school. That's not true. I'm not an expert at law school. I'm figuring it out along with you guys. Um... But so, like, everybody is good at different things. You're not just, like, a smart person. Like, yes, maybe some people are learn more easily, but I don't even know if it's that or if it's more so that they learn the way that the world has, like, kind of structured education. So, like, kind of like this kind of gets... I'll touch on ADHD a little bit here then. Not just ADHD, but neurodivergence. That's also people that are autistic, they learn differently. People with ADHD generally learn differently. Um... 
because the world is made for like neurotypical people. So that's the way like education is structured. And like it's made for people to be learning at a certain pace, but certain people, like people learn at different paces and they learn different things at different paces. Um, So that kind of gets me into the next tip or not tip. These are just like things about law school. The next thing is that you will not necessarily learn the same way that your friends or like roommates do in law school. So just because your roommate likes to get up at 6 a.m. every day and then study before class, like if they like to study like, I don't know, 6 to 12 because they've got class at 12 and that's when they do their best work, that might not be for you. Maybe you are someone that works better later in the day. So maybe you also have class at 12, but maybe you do your studying after class. So we'll say classes like you have class 12 to 4. Your roommate gets up 6 to 12, does their studying, but you get up maybe like 10, work out or something, have breakfast, you go to class 12 to 4, and then maybe you're studying, maybe your mind works better later in the day, so you study like 4 to 10. The only thing that like I'll recommend with that is that if you're a late night studier, I am, I am a late night studier, is to make sure you if you know you want to go to bed at a certain time, make sure you account for at least an hour of like break time between when you will be done studying and when you want to go to bed. Because I know at least for me, and again, this might not be true for everyone, but just like consider this when scheduling out so that you don't like mess yourself up that like when I'm done, like doing something, done doing things for the day, I kind of need time to like sit back and just chill And that's either like reading a book or scrolling on TikTok, usually a combination of things, writing in my like one question a day journal, making a to-do list for tomorrow. But I need like that hour of time after I'm done doing like brain work for my brain to slowly shut down before it's ready for bed, Um, which that could be partially ADHD as well. I'm not sure. I don't know. But um, in general, even if you don't need that time to let your brain shut down, it's nice to have like some relaxing time before bed. Even if you could go to sleep, it's nice to have a little you time before you go to bed. You know, watch an episode of your favorite show or something. Um, I know they say like, I said they say, like people, people say you shouldn't use electronics like an hour before bed. I don't know. I haven't really found that to be a problem with me. Put on some blue light glasses, turn your device on like um, night mode, you know, the um, where the screen gets like all orange. Um, and like, you know, maybe you just need to watch an episode of New Girl or Shit's Creek before you go to bed. I fell asleep to New Girl every night in my senior year of undergrad. Like, I would put it on. I was just like, you know, I was kind of sad about a boy, so I'd be like, I just need funny things at night. So I put on an episode of New Girl before I went to sleep, and like, that's how I ended my night. And I'd be like, this is so funny, so happy, and then I go to sleep happy. So, yeah, that's okay. But so those are like the big things to know about law school. Almost everybody has imposter syndrome. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody studies in different ways. So it's trial and error, whatever works for you. Um, Don't assume because it works for your roommate or your friend, it's going to work for you. And that goes for timing and also method of studying. So whether you need to take notes written in the book, like you have to mark it up as you read, or you're somebody that does better, like just typing up notes after, like you read the whole thing and then you remember it, depends on how you study best. Maybe you need to read things out loud. Maybe you need to recite things out loud after you read them to like kind of recap, find what works for you. Maybe you study better with a group recapping information or maybe you study better alone. Try different things out. Ask different people what they're doing to get different options and ideas and you'll figure it out. It'll probably take a couple months before you like get it down. Maybe a whole semester or two. I'm going to be honest, I'm still trying to get my perfect study method down, but much better than I was last year when I first started. Um, 
but yes, yeah, so those are the big things to know. Oh, and not don't wear a suit every day. You don't have to wear a suit every day. Those are the big ones. Okay, next category is resources. Okay, so these are some big, big resources you can use to help you along in law school. So my number one recommendation, stand by this one forever and ever, Quimby, 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 Quimby case briefs. You do have to pay for an account. My friends and I split an account and it's just like, it's my best friend. Um, So if you don't have time to do a reading, like lots of different places have case summaries but Quimby has a lot of case summary videos and it's with little cartoons so especially for me with ADHD it keeps me like really entertained when I can just like watch a little cartoon about a case um and then like if I don't have time to read it at least I know like the basic facts from watching like this two minute video or sometimes even if I do read a case sometimes it goes right over my head whether because my brain is like tired and it's like not working or I can't focus that day or simply just because the case was like that dense and like I just I couldn't make sense of it. There was too much going on. Um, Those videos are awesome. I bet other places have them too. But um, another good resource is Barbary 1L Mastery. That's a free resource. Um, And these aren't things, I'm not like advertising these. I'm not, these aren't sponsorships. These are things that I used my first year of law school. So um, Barbary 1L Mastery course, that's completely free. Um, It has um, outlines So it has commercial outlines and it has um, videos, what are those called? Video lectures of the classes that like all 1Ls take everywhere in the country. So that's how I got through CivPro. I loved my CivPro teacher, sweet, sweet lady, but her teaching style just didn't work for me. But I watched back these videos with Professor Freer to learn CivPro a couple weeks before the exam and like I did very well in the class. So um, yeah, I highly recommend those, super, super useful. Other resources include, oh, for research, check out what your schoolhouse for databases when you have to do research. They'll likely tell you about it, but you likely have Westlaw or Lexis or both. There's another one too that I don't use, but I think I have access to. I don't know. But on Lexis, you get rewards points when you do research on there. Make sure you opt into rewards. And if you go to like training sessions that your school has and stuff, Um, you'll get extra points and you can trade those in for gift cards or items. I just got a $50 Starbucks gift card with all my Lexus points from my first year in my summer research. So that was very exciting. So I got free Starbucks yesterday. But so those are some really useful resources to use. Um, And then of course, also when buying books, I'll say if you buy a new book and if it has what's called Case Connect is the website that some of these newer books have online codes for and you'll get an online version of the book too so you can access it from anywhere and with that on the Case Connect website there's usually also like questions I never use them because I always intend to use things like that but I just like I don't I'm terrible with timing it's something I'm working on it's like my worst ADHD trait is that like I have no sense of how long something is going to take and I just like don't know how long it's been so I don't have time I never time things right I'm working on it though I'm very much working on it I'm not just complaining I'm trying to figure it out using different tools and stuff but um so there's like questions on there like review questions to review like a section you just read and you can highlight things on there and it'll put that together in like a condensed like outline type thing for you as you highlight things um so I recommend that I personally also chose to get an iPad for law school. I got it um, 
to use for taking notes on, like written notes, but then I realized that that actually takes too long. But I really like to use it for digital books because I can write on it then. So I can write on the book. So not like written notes in class because I realized I can't write fast enough for that. And then, oh, it's so much work then when you go back to go make outlines for finals at the end of the year. So um, I recommend typing your notes. But you can write them if you want. But I started out as a typer, as a writer. And, like, I switched to typing. And, like, I wish I had typed all of them. Because it was such a pain to go back and, like, rewrite. Type things that I'd written into my outline. Um, So I recommend that. Or if you're using some type of... There are certain, like, note-taking apps on the iPad that you can use. That um, will, like, change your written words into, like, typed words. So you could use one of those if you find one that works well. I do think you have to have neat enough handwriting for it to pick up on that properly. But, um, yeah, so check that out. But I love my iPad for doing my readings on because the books are so heavy. So this year I didn't do any physical books. I am just doing digital. So I've got, like, PDFs of books that I bought. And then I have, like, um, eBooks. And then I have an ebook for one class. So that one, it's not like I can write on it, but I can use like the pencil to highlight or I can use that on my computer either way. But um, so I do recommend that like iPads are expensive, but if you have the means or if your school like gives you like you can add it onto your student loan. Sometimes they have like a technology thing you can add on. Some schools even give like a technology scholarship look into it. Um, but yeah, so I did that and I have a Mac computer. So I having everything integrated is like what I need in life. So like my iPad, my phone, my laptop, my Apple Watch are all connected so I can always see my schedule everywhere. I can get access to all my notes and everything everywhere. It makes my life so much easier to have it all easily accessible on one um, cloud base. But yeah, so that's really good for that. And then my iPad has also come in handy simply as just like a second monitor when I'm doing things on my computer and I need to like spread things out. I never used two monitors until I worked at a law firm during my gap year and I absolutely loved it. I was like, oh my God, I can have things open everywhere. And I learned how to do like dual screen on the Mac where you you can have two things, like one on either side without having to like make them all small, like automatically does it. Anyway, um, so yeah, I love my iPad. It is a big investment, so only get it if you think you'll actually use it. Like, if you want to get all ebooks, highly recommend. But if you want to have the hard copies, um, I mean, it never hurts to have the iPad if you have the money for it. But if you don't and you want hard copy books, it might not be the most important thing. But um, again, that's up to you. Okay, so those are kind of the resources that I wanted to touch on. And then um, these are just going to be some tips. So, and like kind of so not myths just like well yeah not myths but like a what is it so like an outline what's an outline you're probably so confused so um you have to make an outline for your finals your outline is your way of studying but it's also an outline of the entire course so because of that do not wait until like a week before your final to make your outline. You should be working on it for at least like half the semester, I would say. Most of mine I worked on for at least, I started them at least about a month before um, finals, but like I wish I'd started them a little bit sooner. So this semester I plan to. I only have three classes this semester, so that's a bit better. We had five, I think, last semester, including legal writing. Um, So very busy. 
but so outlines it's literally like it's an outline of your notes you know you've got like topics that you covered in class you've got cases so with that you have like the case um with that you have like case facts so within the cases you probably have a tiny case brief so that'll be like important facts from the case what's the legal question in the case what was the holdings like what did the court decide so the holding is the decision and then um sometimes you'll include like a rule depending on the class if it's like an example case or if like the case itself is kind of it made the rule if it was made by case law which case law fun little fact for those of you starting case law is are the cases that like the law is governed by so instead of it being like a statute something can be governed by case law just because it was like established through the court system that that's what the law is like it's what it's been so that's what it goes by so like an attorney would like cite to a past case when being like this should be this instead of citing to like a statute being like it says this usually it's combinations of stuff like that but um those are some fun little what are those um so that's an outline that's case law and statute is just like an actual law like the written law that's a statute um so that's what those are and then the tip was start your outlines early very important um other tips i have for you oh these are really important tips for life balance so i recommend getting a pet but some people can't make that commitment i recommend dogs specifically because it makes me move my body which is so good for you you need to make sure you're getting up and moving you can't be studying for like eight hours in a row without getting up to move no 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 so my dog makes me get up then every like four to six hours I'm forced to take her for a walk even if I'm super busy with something like I've got to take her for a walk breaks up my day so um like I'll do some reading I'll walk her I'll do some work I'll walk her I'll go to class I'll come home I'll probably do a little work I'll walk her again we'll do dinner do a little more work um and then I walk her and then that's usually the end of my night so it like breaks up my day and it helps me to move. Some people like cats just because like in general animals are good for you when you're stressed. In law school, it's stressful. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you it's all rainbows and butterflies. It's not. It's very stressful. Like I said, imposter syndrome, stress, like the rate of alcoholism in law students and lawyers is higher than the rest of um, the country. Same goes for depression, anxiety, like rates are just higher overall because it's a very stressful career and it's a stressful education so um doing things for your mental health is kind of what i'm saying here in a weird way in a weird roundabout way because i'm getting to the end of this episode and my brain is starting to get tired but we're gonna keep up the energy um i hope you guys really enjoy my singing anyway so do something for your mental health whether it's getting a pet maybe volunteering at an animal shelter if animals bring you that de-stressor some people are scared of animals so don't do that um and you have to be moving, like I said. So that's why I got my dog, because she makes me move. But you can move however you want. You like to do Pilates? Do it. You like to do yoga? Do it. You like to run? Do it. Make sure you're getting some Make sure you're getting some form of movement. I don't say exercise, because I feel that exercise can sound intimidating to some people, including myself. People are like, oh, I have to work out. But if I'm just like, I'm going to go for a walk, that sounds better. Even like yoga. Like, yes, it's a workout, but it's like, it's yoga. I don't feel... I don't feel like I'm like working out like, oh, I got to work out really hard. No, it's like yoga. It's good for your mind. You're moving your body. It's like making the mind and body connection and it's helping you to focus on something other than law school. 
So having things to do other than just studying is what's really key to having balance. Um, I find that having a roommate that's not in law school is really helpful for that because it gives me like a reality check of, oh, not everything is about law school. Having my podcast is also really helpful to me because I get to talk to other people that have gone through the same thing, but it also just gives me a creative outlet to be like, this is something else to focus on. I'm not just focused on my studies. I am focused on my studies. They're important, but like part of what I like to do is I like to spread information to people that I didn't have when going through this process and really just talking to people and connecting to people and getting creative with it. So like I get to make like social media content to um, promote my podcast. So I get to have a little fun with it. So um, have something fun you like to do and then incorporate some movement. Ideally, you'd like to have a fun form of movement that you like to do. So like I said, I like to walk my dog. I like to do yoga. But if you do not like exercise and it's even a chore for you to go on a walk, try to make it fun. Like jazz it up, like walk to a coffee shop, go get yourself like a fun little drink. Um, if you don't have a dog and you know you can't commit to it, but maybe you have like a friend with a dog, like I don't take the walk the dog to the dog park. Walk with your friend when they go to walk your dog. Be like, hey, can I walk your dog with you? Of course, I'd let anybody walk my dog with me. It makes it more fun, more social. Um, but yeah, so that's like the, I feel like that's the most important thing that a lot of people often like overlook when starting law school. Like you need to have something outside of law school to kind of ground yourself whether it's a pet, walking your dog, going to the gym every morning, going to the gym every night. And also like maybe you're a morning person for the gym, maybe you're a night person. Find what works for you and what fuels you most to get the energy you need. So if you need to work out to wake up, do it. But if you need to work out to burn out the rest of the energy that you have to like go to sleep at the end of the night, do it. If you need yoga to calm your brain at the end of the night, do it. If you need yoga in the middle of the day to kind of zen your brain after you've been stressed about studying for half the day, do it. So find what works for you. Find a routine that works for you. As someone with ADHD, I hate structure and routines, but I thrive with structure and routines. So I'm try- I am try to do like a non-routine routine. So like I have class at the same time every day. So that's kind of my routine thing. My other routine is like I, every day when I wake up, I walk Lorelei and I have breakfast. It's maybe not always at the exact same time, And then everything I do after that isn't necessarily always exactly the same, but like Lorelai's like my breakfast routine. When I walk her at lunchtime, that's when I also have lunch. So um, kind of finding like a routine that works for you. Wake up at about the same time every day because that's just best for your body. Then your body like knows like, oh, we go to sleep now, we wake up now. So your sleep is more regular and you won't have trouble falling asleep. All those scientific-y things that I don't fully understand, but I guess kind of makes sense. But um, yeah. Oh, and if you have windows, if you're someone that has trouble getting up in the morning, you have early classes. My friend recommended this to me. She was like, she opens, like she leaves her blinds open so that she wakes up when the sun comes up. And we're like, Adela, you're like a Disney princess. But um, like actually for days when I have to wake up early, I generally do leave my shades open or at least just close over my ones that kind of block out some light at night. So I've got like my sheer curtains and then like my curtain curtains. So um, I usually just do the sheer ones or neither. So then... I wake up like slowly with the sun so I'm not like startled awake and I'm like oh it's dark why is my alarm going off like my body was already kind of waking up to the sun I don't even get a lot of light in my room but it still does help a bit um works better when I'm in New Hampshire I get a lot of sunlight there but yeah so that's a good tip if you have early classes and you're not a morning person that helps immensely um but yeah those are my tips that I have for you guys 
let me yeah I think I think that's it for the episode okay all right lovelies so we're gonna do our little segments we do at the end of every episode we are keeping them going this season Okay, okay, okay. So, our two fun segments, as per usual, we'll start with a fun thing to do in New York City. So, my tip for something fun to do in New York City is... I just had something and it left my brain. What did I do? Oh, a new fun bar that I went to with my friends. We went to Factory 380. It's on 3rd Ave. Uh, my roommate and I and then one of our friends, we were like, we want to walk down 3rd Ave. Like, um... We live on 3rd Ave, and we're always, like, Ubering. Well, we don't live on 3rd. I'm not going to tell you where we live, but we don't live on 3rd Ave. I'll tell you that because I don't I don't want y'all stalking me and thinking that. But, yeah, that was... Anyway, please don't stalk me. Um, we don't live on 3rd Ave. But, anyway, we're always Ubering to, like, different parts of the city is what I was trying to get. Like, we live in this general area, like, 2nd and 3rd Ave. Bars, like, down around, like, Madison, like, Murray Hill area but um we're always ubering to like lower east side west village to go to bars and we're like why like why do we do that like we've got so many places within walking distance so my roommate and i went out the other night and we went to we started at factory 380 i guess megan's been there before that's my roommate so we started there super super fun the music was just so good lots of mama mia lots of throwbacks so i recommend and then we went to bella union after also super cute um it was pretty slow I guess it's usually pretty packed, but it was pretty slow this weekend because it was Labor Day. We weren't thinking of that, but it was still a lot of fun. The bartender, Shane, he's really cool. Shout out bartender Shane at Bella Union. Anyone listening, tell Shane that um, Erin and Megan Sullivan, who were chatting with him at the bar Labor Day weekend, say hello. Um, He should maybe know. Oh, if you say that he gave me ice for my lip, I think he'll know. So if you go to Bella Union... (laughs) Tell Shane I said hi and thank you for the ice. My lip is doing better. Um, <laughs> anyway, so go to Bella Union and hang out with Shane the bartender. We don't know what nights he works except Friday night, but um, he's a great time. He's really cool. He was just chatting with us and he gave us free shots. That was very kind of him. We we're like, who ordered these? And he was like, no one. I'm just giving them to you. And we're like, Shane, come on. But we love him. Okay, so those are a couple of places for you to check out in the city. They're in the same general area, too, so you can do them both in one night. Factory 380, Bella Union. Okay, second segment, as per usual, is the how to be a better person segment. So, for this segment, I am going to recommend that you shop locally. Go to your local farmer's market. Not only is it fun to go to a farmer's market, I just started saying that like an ad. I was like, go to your local store. Anyway, but really, I love going to the farmer's market. I went today. I got so many yummy goodies. It's Monday today, by the way. Today is Labor Day. That's when I'm recording. So I was doing my food shopping. I was busy this weekend trying to catch up on things. Went to a children's, went to my cousin's child's birthday party. Um, but so I was doing my food shopping today. So I started the morning with Lorelai, my doggy, um, at the farmer's market, which is just a really cute vibe. I got lots of things, but the most exciting thing I got is that they had tiny eggplants. They were called fairy tale eggplants. They're like little baby eggplants. So I'm very excited to cook those into a pasta this week. Um, I got ricotta cheese too. I'm going to make a yummy, creamy pasta with my fresh like cherry and grape tomatoes. 
and I got a zucchini and I got corn on the cob and I got the little eggplant so I'm very excited I've got lots of yummy foods um but yeah go to your farmer's market that's my how to be a better person tip it's better for the environment um it helps small farmers and small companies um you know shop small shop local um but yeah it's better for the environment because then food isn't traveling as far so you're supporting the more like environmentally friendly food sources to encourage like more of those to be used um I think even, yeah, even in Trader Joe's, they do usually have some things that are marked as, like, locally grown. So, like, also, like, buy that stuff because then Trader Joe's is like, oh, people like buying these locally grown squash. So, like, we'll get more of them. So, um, shop local. And, yeah, that's my tip for today. And it's just fun. Like, I got apple cider donuts. I got apple cider. I got apples. I got all these yummy veggies. Um, So, it's apple, apple cider, apple donut season. And that's my favorite season. My friends and I want to go apple picking in Connecticut at some point this fall so I'm excited for that I hope I get to go apple picking when I'm back in New Hampshire too maybe for my mom's birthday but um yeah I love the fall and the fall in the city is so pretty oh I'm so excited after the hot summer is such a pretty fall and it's also good rooftop season because it's like not too hot where you're like I want to be inside in the AC like it's a nice time to go to rooftops nice time to be outside at coffee shops like the summer's a bit too hot for outside so it's a good season for me to take Lorelai to coffee shops and stuff oh I'm so excited and I'm so excited for this new season of the podcast as well but yeah okay so um that's the episode I hope I gave some useful tips I hope I entertained you a little bit I seem to be on some type of like I don't know I'm on something today I'm some type of vibe is going on here I don't know um anyway so again I am Erin. This is Legally NYC. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at erin.lindsay13. You can follow the podcast at Legally NYC Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. There's also a website set up. Um, I will. I haven't bought the domo- domain yet, but it should be legallynycpodcast.com or .co. Um, it's through WordPress, but otherwise, like, it'll be linked on the Instagram and stuff. So you can go on there. And um, you can, like, sign up to get alerts, and it'll tell you when there's a new blog post, which the new blog posts will be when there's a new episode. Um, but, yeah, make sure you like, subscribe, rate us, leave reviews. Reviews and ratings really, really help. Um, and, yeah, please share this if you like it. Tell me what you want to see in the future. I've got a fun guest episode for next week. It's a really it's an informational one. The week after that will just be, like, a fun guest of somebody I met at Empire State of Law recording a couple more episodes in the coming weeks with people so i'm really excited but yeah we've got some returning guests as well planned for later this season we're just working out some scheduling of recording but yeah so i'm excited for the new season and thanks guys we'll talk to you next week bye